welcome to the award-winning show, Holding Down the Fort by U.S. Vet Wealth. We returned for season six to answer the biggest question for a career military families. So when are we going to get out? And everything involved with answering this question. I'm Jen Amos, creator and co-host of Holding Down the Fort and a Gold Star family member and veteran spouse. And I'm Jenny Lynn Stroop, co-host and chief shower-upper here on Holding Down the Fort. Together, we will converse with special guests from and for our military community to share knowledge and resources and relevant stories on how we can best hold down the fort while on active duty, going through transition, and into post-military life. Now, let's get into the show. We build trust when we can put a face and a story to an offering. A collective quote between Jenny Lynn and yours truly. In late March 2022, the San Diego Military Family Collaborative, also known as SDMFC for short, invited Jenny Lynn and myself to their first member-only training of the year to share tips and tricks in marketing. Jenny Lynn and I share how the show began, how Jenny Lynn became a co-host, how we foster community on our show, how we maintain and grow the show, especially since we have arrived to season six, and much, much more. Special thanks to Shelby and Danny for coordinating via email and introducing us to SDMFC to talk about our podcast show, Holding Down the Fort. I have to especially thank you all for asking Jenny Lynn And of course, thanking Jenny Lynn for dragging me (laughs) to present with her and talk about everything and anything about holding down the fort. And more importantly, I do want to thank the SDMFC for the opportunity to take this part of their member-only training to feature here on holding down the fort. So Shelby and Danny and to everyone at SDMFC, thank you. Thank you for allowing us to share this piece especially because by the time this episode gets published, Jenny Lynn and I will be enjoying a vacation after the vacation, meaning that we will have returned from Disney Institute's Veterans Summit Institute, which I trust will have been a lot of fun. And I know that Jenny Lynn and I will tell you all about it in the upcoming episodes, but wanted to share this extra special episode while we are resting and getting back settled in into our normal lives if you can call it normal, that is. (laughs) But yes, thank you to the SDMFC for inviting us once again and for letting us replay this. And because of that, I'm not going to add any ads to this episode. So you're all welcome. (laughs) A little bit about the SDMFC. The San Diego Military Family Collaborative supports and strengthens the military-connected community through education, advocacy, and engagement. You can learn more about this amazing organization by visiting their website, SD, as in San Diego, sdmilitaryfamily.org. That's sdmilitaryfamily.org. Thank you again so much for having us. And please, please enjoy the replay of our presentation. With us joining us is Jen Amos and Jenny Lynn Stroop. You may know Jenny Lynn from her work at the Coordinating Council and with Cohen's Clinic, but she also does this other hat that she wears. And so they are podcasters for Holding Down the Fort, 
which is by U.S. Vet Wealth. It's a podcast as an award-winning show that focuses on sustaining and fulfilling and purposeful military and post-military life through conversation and community building. They have an awesome collection of podcasts if you haven't checked them out. They're like anywhere from 15 to 45 minutes max. So please come give them some love. But if you haven't experienced it, they have conversations with special guests and for the military community to share knowledge, resources, and relevant stories on how they best hold down the fort, thus the name, for themselves and for loved ones. The show is co-hosted by Jen Amos. Jen is a Gold Star family member, veteran spouse, and community relations director at U.S. Vet Wealth. And Jenny Lynn, as I mentioned, is the outreach coordinator for Stephen A. Cohen Military Family Clinic at VBSD and co-host on Folding Down the Fort. So now that hopefully I didn't butcher that too much, ladies, can you please bring us through this wonderful topic or say hello to the audience? Sure. Thanks so much for having us today. Happy to be here in my one of my other roles, as Danny put it, as co-host of Holding Down the Fort. And yes, Danny, you got all of our information right. It was all a mouthful and well done. Thank you. Yes, yes. We have very long titles and we individually <laughs> wear many hats. So thank you. I guess we're going to talk about podcasting, Jenny Lynn. Yeah. And I think we have a slide, Danny, if you don't mind going to the next one. And, you know, we don't really need to have the slides either. Like we can just kind of like candidly talk, but it, it's fine either way. But um, yeah, thank you so much for having us here. More importantly, thank you for inviting Jenny Lynn to talk about podcasting. And thank you, Jenny Lynn, for dragging me to be with you. <laughs> and a little bit about Holding Down the Fords. It was started um, wow. I mean, summer of 2019. And it started because my colleagues and I at U.S. Vet Wealth, I primarily work with a bunch of veterans who, when they had served, they, they were bachelors. And coming out of the military, they decided to get into personal finance and specialize in career military families. And the problem, though, is that because they themselves didn't have that experience of being raised in a military household, there was sort of a disconnect in the way they were talking to military couples. So come my background, having been raised in a career military household, as well as unfortunately having lost my dad and becoming a Gold Star family member, I brought a unique perspective to our team to represent uh, military families. And so, however, this is like 20 years later. I lost my dad when I was 10. We started this podcast a couple of years ago. And so this is my first time 20 years removed from the military to get to know the community today. So our colleagues and I came up with Holding Down the Forts as a way to reconnect with the community, understand what the needs are today, and more importantly, find our place and how we can best serve the community. And so Holding Down the Fort has been such a great outlet for that. And the reason why I'm mentioning this specifically is if you are trying to get your message out there, podcasting is a great way to just kind of test the waters first, you know, to interview people, interview your ideal clients or prospective, you know, people to see if what you're offering is even worth value to them. And so coming about two seasons in, I happened to interview <laughs> Jenny Lynn right here. Actually, she found the podcast and I'll let Jenny Lynn share her story as to how she ended up joining the show. Yes. So I was brand new at the Cohen Clinic at BVSD and came across Jen's podcast. And my clinic director and I did an interview with Jen. And then I signed up for her newsletter because I really enjoyed being on the show. And I enjoyed listening to other episodes, you know, hearing from people who are in the military community like myself. And I got a newsletter. So 
to everyone out there who skips all the newsletters, read the whole thing. <laughs> Jen's was looking for a co-host and I emailed back and said, well, what are you looking for? And she said, you actually, <laughs> I would love someone who filled the active duty military spouse role. And so for the last, gosh, I think we're in the middle of recording our fourth season together. Yeah. You know, it's been really fun to work together and create community via the podcast and, and with each other. Like Danny mentioned, we are obviously in the same room, um, but we're both on the East Coast. But we started when I was in San Diego and she was in Virginia Beach. And, you know, through the of technology, we were able to co-host a show together and bring together people from all across the country, which was super fun for us. Yeah. And the crazy thing is that, you know, when she was based in San Diego and I was here in Virginia Beach, I actually am from San Diego. So after we had lost my dad, our family catapulted from Yokosuka, Japan, naval base to San Diego, California. And so I had lived there for 20 years. And then my husband and I, we moved over to the East Coast for business related reasons. And amidst all that, I was starting to kind of relive my experience of a military child of having to move frequently and feeling like I can't make friends if I stay put in one area. And so fortunately, um, kind of by chance, I came across podcasting and realizing how, I wouldn't say easy, looking back, it wasn't easy, but how easy, I thought how, I thought how easy it was at the time um, to get started. And it ended up being this place of relationship building, of socializing. And, you know, just like what Jenny Lynn said, while I was here in Virginia Beach, she was in San Diego, and then her and Matthew happened to uh, have, have uh, PCS'd over here to Virginia Beach. And so we really had no idea that we were ever going to meet in person <laughs> <laughs> and be in this room today. So this is actually, I wouldn't say a miracle, but, you know, probably close to it. And it's actually really fun to work with Jenny Lynn because she really covers that active duty spouse life. And I get to speak from that military child perspective, gold star family member perspective, and also working with veterans and really try to get that full scope of humanizing the military community experience. So yeah, anything else? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think as we look at the topic today of you know getting our message out there as service providers, what Jen and I really do with this podcast is create community. We look at it less as like a sales tool or a marketing tool, um, though or her company, US Vet Wealth, is our main and only sponsor. We obviously talk about the services they provide the military community. What we really do is create community because what we found is, and this SDMFC is a great example of it, there are so many resources out there for the military community. It often is very overwhelming to figure out what you need and where to get that. And so I guess what we really do versus marketing one particular thing, we use it as a way for people that we see in the community doing something to give back to their community, to talk about what they bring either to veterans or military spouses or active duty, and just really kind of amplify what they're already doing versus selling a product or service. And we continue to, I mean, we continue to have people on that we've had on on other seasons to kind of show their progression as a service provider. Like I think about Jen from Pride and Grit, like mm -hmm. we interviewed her to talk about what it's like to be a seasoned military spouse to, you know, she hosted her first season military spouse conference last year and like kind of the progression of going from, hey, I hadn't worked really in, you know, my husband's whole military career to putting on this whole conference that really was right. for a very specific part of the military population. You know, and I love that our theme at SDMFC this year is 
bridge to your village. I think when Jen and I think about who we have on the show and the conversations we want to have, that's exactly what we're looking to do. We're looking to bridge services to the community that we are both a part of and that we both represent in different ways and really try to kind of bring all those all those together. I think the way to sum up why our show works and why it's an award-winning show is kind of that saying that is told in sales, which goes facts tell, but stories sell. And just like what we're all talking about here, that constant fire hose of information that our families experience quite often, or especially toward the end of transition, there's no way to attach to all that information at once. And so if we can put a face to the service offering and a story, you know, why this person decided to get involved with this nonprofit or offer this service, then it makes you feel like you know, like, and trust them and want to better connect with them. And part of, you know, building that bridge is through storytelling, is through connection and really humanizing why you're offering what you're offering to begin with. So our show is very, I wouldn't say that we're, we wing it all the time, but we're very (laughs) candid. We're very like, you know, we're very open. We also actively get individual mental health services. So that's partly why, like, you know, you may be looking at me and thinking like, oh my gosh, she's a gold star daughter. How is she so uppity? And how does she have all this energy? And it's like, well, it's because of therapy. It's because of counseling. And, and I highly, highly encourage it, especially if, if you have kids, you know, set that example for your kids. Because unfortunately, my dad didn't seek out those services while he was in active duty. And it literally cost his life. And, and so anyway, I didn't mean to get into that kind of topic. But the point, what I'm trying to say is that we're very human here because we know the stoicism around the military community and, you know, kind of having that stiff upper lip or acting like everything's okay because, hey, it's a volunteer service. You signed up for this. Therefore, you put up with all of the things that come with it. However, that dismisses the emotional ride of this military life. And so our show is all about humanizing that experience through storytelling and bringing on people who, you know, don't just have something to offer, but they come on with the desire to connect with us. And this is just like what Jenny Lynn said, this is partly why we bring on past guests to just, you know, continue to track their journey and see how they're doing and how they're continuing to give back to the community. And so, so that's pretty much it. I want to wrap up with kind of talking more about how we maintain the show unless, unless our time is up. You just let me know, Dan. You let us know, Danny, if we're done talking. No, we have about like a five minute window right now. So if okay. you have last tips, tricks, insights, and audience members, if you have questions that you'd like to direct to them right now. Perfect. The last thing I want to just wrap up with is, you know, the the last point we had there is like, how do we maintain the show? And we maintain the show the way that the military maintains the show. You pivot. (laughs) You pivot and you evolve and be okay with it. Jenny Lynn and I have constant discussions on the direction of the show. She's our official idea fairy. And she helps me be accountable too to show up for the show and to constantly evolve it. Like when we first started, I had this general like, oh, let's just, you know, let's just feature anyone in the military. And six seasons later, because of the feedback, because of kind of where our passion lies individually and what happens to come together, we've been able to narrow it down to focus on career military families specifically. And so it's really just allowing yourself You have to kind of allow yourself to evolve with the show and allow the show to evolve with you, if that makes sense. So that's the last thing I'll share. Jalen? I think on that maintenance piece, it's also like knowing where your strengths are. To be clear, I am the shower upper and good idea fairy of the show. I come with good ideas and guests to have, and I show up here to talk. Jen handles literally everything else, (laughs) all of it. Though, as we continue in partnership and in seasons, it's knowing those things. Like I happen to have a 
you know, a very strong network of still active duty families. And so as we've continued this relationship, it's starting to split up. Like, what are we good at? I'm never going to be good at editing. And that is just not where my strengths lie. I'm good at coming up with ideas. I'm good at getting people on the show. I'm good at showing up. And I think, you know, if this is something you're looking at as an avenue or venue for whatever it is you want to bring to the, you know, collective table, know where your strengths are. Like, it's okay to hire out for this. In fact, we have a great editor, yes. Dennis, we tell him Dennis. thank you all the time. Yes. <laughs> and it's knowing those, like, if you really enjoy talking to people, then hire out the rest. And we are in a podcast studio because Jen rents an office, but I've also done this for my home office at my desk. Like, you know, it's a very adaptable medium and just play to your strengths if this is something you're looking to take out into the world. Yeah. And we'll leave it at that. I mean, I actually found it easier to record virtually than in person, which because we've always done I've it virtually. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's pretty much our presentation. Thank you so much for having us. And we're open to any questions if there's time for it. Yeah. We'll see if any of our guests are going to leave any questions in the chat. But I have a question for you both to at least start. I think it kind of comes around that that topic in general about starting. So some groups may not be started, but was there a moment in time where you felt like you did something to really jumpstart an audience or you started seeing some more kind of movement in terms of numbers of folks kind of chiming in? And, and was that attributed to anything you did or is it just the consistency? Or was it a steady drip or? A you know, I think for me, like I knew early on that if I wanted the show to get traction, I couldn't do it alone. I knew that very early on. Like being involved in the podcasting space and having attended podcast conferences, I see people try to DIY this and it's a huge labor of love. So just know that even though Jenny Lynn gives me all the credit, which I absolutely appreciate, this wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for our show sponsor, US Bet Wealth, i.e. my husband helping us fund this show. And, you know, and also like our editor and, you know, our virtual assistant and, and even my team like to help have come up with the idea to begin with. So it takes a village you know, to make this work. And then I knew in regards to growing the listenership, I knew that I wanted to invite people. I wanted to invite influencers of the community to share their story because they would in turn share that episode with their network. And so that's how we were naturally able to grow exponentially. So if anyone is looking for advice on how to grow your show, initially, I recommend being an interview-based podcast show because that's how you build networking and relationship building and spreading the the word out there very quickly, as opposed to just doing it on your own and trying to run a show and just share your own story. Although you have a great story, everyone has a great story. It's more beautiful when you get to intertwine it with other people. Like the fact that Jenny Lynn and I should have never met, like even literally in person, but because we had the shared goal of, you know, advocating for the military community and amplifying their stories, we're able to intertwine our stories now and, do, you know, just do our part and, ha and have the chemistry we have today to be able to, to do the show together. All right. Well, I think those are words of wisdom. I'm going to leave one last question on the table because our audience <laughs> hasn't got the caffeine in the system yet, but um, they'll get there. Well, so team, let's ask some questions in the next segments. But question I'm going to have leaving your segment today is knowing that you podcast, and this is going to kind of fold into our next topic, you know, like how is it that you integrate your podcast into other platforms. So social media platforms, you mentioned newsletters already, 
But how is it that you continue to kind of spread? Or was that strategic? What were your thoughts on that? Yes, yes. I'm happy to answer this question on behalf of Jenny Lin, our official show or upper. Can you share stuff too? <laughs> For, to just give you some I am happy to reshare. Once <laughs> it is on social media, I am happy to push it out yes, there. Yes, yes. So... You know, if you're going to do a podcast show, again, I can't stress enough how much it is a labor of love. And you have to be realistic with your, you know, your bandwidth. And so for me, extremely important to me to focus on a mailing list because, you know, even though I have a team to help me push out content, social media is constantly evolving. The algorithms are constantly changing and it's getting more and more polarizing on social media. I hate to say that, you know, out loud and having run a social media agency myself before working at US Bet Wealth, I could just see like how much it had evolved uh, quickly throughout the years. But anyway, what I'm trying to say, because obviously we're also on social media, I, you know, it's kind of one of those love-hate relationship things, at least for me, is, you know, the mailing list is something where, you know, everyone has an email. Everyone has an email. And if people value community building and staying in touch with you, then the newsletter is the way to go. Because what happens is like, so we push out the newsletter via social media and we also pin it at the top of each social media platform so that when people visit our platforms, even if we're not posting, they could at least see that as the most updated, you know, post and they can, you know, click in. And even though they're not subscribed, they can see the newsletter that we're sharing. So if anyone's looking for a tip, MailChimp is a great free mailing list to get started on because it's also social media friendly. That's what I use for all of my shows. And yeah, so it's, it's and even though we're on social media, I do make sure to direct people to say, hey, if you want to stay in touch with us, yes, we're on social media, but please, 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 you know, sign up to our newsletter because that's the only way you'll get our attention. Like if you leave us a DM on Instagram, I'm sorry, I'm a millennial, but I'm still not going to respond to it. <laughs> Because I'm not on there anymore. I've taken a mental health break from social media for so many reasons, i.e. pandemic. And, you know, now I'm just focused more on like real deeper relationships. And so I I have personally found that through building our newsletter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, (laughs) got a few nuggets in there. So thank you once again. Holding down the fort podcast is now in the chat box. So please check them out. And thank you for the time. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Hey, thanks again for joining us at Holding Down the Fort by U.S. Vet Wealth. Once again, I am your co-host, Jen Amos. And I'm Jenny Lynn Stroop. Thank you so much for listening to our show. If you've gotten a lot out of our conversation today, be sure to leave us a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Or you can leave us a kind LinkedIn recommendation on our LinkedIn profiles. Learn more about Holding Down the Fort by visiting holdingdownthefortpodcast.com. And there you'll also be able to find us on social media and how to contact us directly. Thank you all so much for joining us. Until next time. Bye.